Every Lord's Day is a wonderful blessing and a privilege and opportunity to be able to assemble together with God and the saints of heaven and all of us here together today to enjoy our fellowship and be strengthened and encouraged by one another. In our last two Sundays, we've talked about serving like Jesus and enduring like Jesus. Those two lessons were given to us to lead us up to today's lesson. And today's lesson is the result of our serving like Jesus and enduring like Jesus. In that when we do that and live our lives that way, we will be able to have everlasting victory in Jesus. How wonderful it is to sing that song. Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. We like victory, don't we? We've all got our favorite sports teams. We cheer for and we want them to win every game. We cheer for our kids in all their activities. Do your best. Try to excel. Be the best you can in your life so that you can be victorious. In life we learn that every time we have a victory of some kind, even though it's small and incremental, we're strengthened by it and encouraged by it. And we enjoy that. But we also have to learn how to deal with defeat in life, don't we? Sometimes there are difficulties and challenges or problems that we can't overcome. We have toils and trials and tribulations that we must face constantly throughout all of our lives. And we need to learn to how to recover from the setbacks that occur in our lives. That is the reality of life on planet Earth. In our lesson today, I want us to come to a greater appreciation of the greatest victory of all. That will be our own personal victory in Jesus. Let us be eternally thankful now and forever that we have the privilege and opportunity to be able to be victorious in Jesus Christ through our lives. Most everyone in this room has heard the name Nike. Probably have some shoes or clothing made by the Nike sports company. That word Nike originates in the Greek language. The Greek word for victory is Nikos, N-I-K-O-S. It's quite interesting to find out that that word Nikos in the Greek Bible is found six times in the New Testament. That word is used. Let us all be reminded today that all physical things in this earth were going to pass away. 150 years from now, not a person in this room will be alive, even if the world exists. We have to pass on to eternity. There'll come a time when our lives will pass away, and we need to appreciate that. And I want us to focus on that today. Turn with me, first of all, to Revelation chapter 10, verse number 5. Revelation chapter 10, verse number 5. There John says, And the angel which I saw stand by the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, that's God Almighty, who created all heavens and all the things that are in the earth and on the earth and the things that are therein and in the sea and the things which shall be there no longer. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, we need to appreciate that. God made it all. He created it, spoke into existence from nothing. 
And there will come a time when all of this will be gone. With that in mind, turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 24. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 24. Because we know that eternity is coming, we need to appreciate who we are and how much we need God. For all flesh is as grass, and as all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withereth, and the flower fadeth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Friends, let us come to appreciate today the fact that this word will never go away. Oh, all my copies of this word will be gone and destroy their physical. But the words spoken by God will never go away. Therefore, we need to appreciate the need as well as the value of the word of God in our lives today because of that. Our lesson today, I want us to focus on how we as individuals can obtain victory in Jesus. Point number one in our lesson, we will live by faith. If you're writing it down there in your outline sheet, F-A-I-T-H, we are going to be living by faith. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter 15, beginning in verse number 54. Paul is talking about when this world comes to an end and our physical bodies will be gone. 54, so when this corruptible, corruptible body shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying which is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. How wonderful it is that we can live by faith in our lives. This whole world is going to come to an end. It will become nothing as it started out. All tangible things will be gone. Remember the first verse of the Bible says, In the beginning God created, spoke into existence from nothing, the heavens and the earth. And when the Lord comes again, all of that will be dissolved and gone away. Nothing else will be left. But you know, sometimes we sing the song, When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more, and the morning breaks, eternal, bright and fair. That's what I'm looking forward to, however many hundreds or millions or billions of years it may be. That's why we need to understand that. So we need to appreciate what faith is this morning. Faith is our conviction of the truth. Titus tells us, and Paul tells us in Titus chapter 1, verse number 2, God cannot lie. Therefore, we need to appreciate the fact that every word in this book is actually exact, exactly what God wanted it to say. And I can trust that. 
Maybe some of you have had a dog. His name was Fido. He's a faithful dog. He's faithful to you. He's going to come and do whatever you want him to because he knows you feed him and provide for him and take care of him. He trusts you. Just as surely you and I as children of God place all our trust in God. We turn over everything to His will. And in doing that, then we can be confident, that's with, with confidence, with faith in our lives, that we can obey His will. We will let His word direct and guide our lives. And you see, that word and my action toward that will lead me to eternal salvation. You sing that song, On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Another song which says, I am grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. You cannot possibly in your mind humanly conceive of any place in the world that you would rather be than in the hand of God. Those of us who are parents, you got that little baby and he's maybe one year old. He hasn't learned much very yet, much has he? He doesn't know many things. But there's one thing he knows. When he's in his mama's hands, everything is going to be okay. Because you see, that mother will do anything and everything for that child whom she loves so deeply. Whatever he needs, that need will be supplied even though he doesn't even know it yet. With that in mind, why would anyone place his confidence, his faith, anywhere outside of God's word for his life? Why would any man accept and trust some humans taking this word and changing it or adding to it or subtracting from it? This is God's perfect holy word, is it not? Therefore, we should follow it. So in doing, we're living by faith. Point number two in our lesson this morning. I will live my life for Jesus. I will live my life for Jesus. Turn me to 1 John chapter 5. First John chapter 5, beginning in verse number 1. Whoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also which is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. He's not going to overburden us with something we cannot do. Verse number four. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. We just sang those words, didn't we? Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. It's not because of who I am and how great I am or you. It's how great my faith in God is that brings about success in my life. Am I willing to trust my life completely without question or comment to God and His will? Then you see, I can be successful in my life as a child of God. 
We all realize that we can't be perfect. We all recognize the fact also that we can dedicate our every thought and word and deed of our lives to do the very best we can so that we can follow the will of Christ. Oftentimes we sing that song, Live for Jesus. When you think about living, you realize it's a continuous action. I keep on breathing 16 to 20 times a minute. My heart keeps on beating 70 to 80 to 90 times a minute. Absolutely essential. And I do those things while I'm asleep. I'm not consciously beating my heart and, and breathing in and out. But God supplied me the physical body to do that. He has also supplied us with the spiritual body to do precisely the same thing. Living for Jesus. Filling my every thought, my every word, and my every deed with doing the will of God. You've heard that expression, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Any time in your life, if you face a challenge or a problem or situation, and you won't throw up your hands, I don't know what to do. What's next? What can I do? Ask yourself the question. If Jesus Christ, the Son of God, were standing here beside me right now, what would he do? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we physically had Jesus Christ standing beside us in every decision we make in our life? Jesus, is this what you would do? Is this what you would say? Is this what you would think? But to the very best of our ability and with the power of the Word of God, we can apply that in our lives and all those decisions. And our knowledge of the Bible teaches us today, and our faith in God teaches us, that most of the time, whatever problem comes in our life, if we think, what would Jesus do? We can know the answer and make application of it right then in our lives. Those of us who have been Christians 30, 40, 50, 60 plus years have lived a lot of problems and challenges in our lives and we've seen through those things and see that that's how we made it through those things we often thought we couldn't make it through before because we were giving our lives by faith and doing what we can do. And as a result, we can be successful. One of my favorite songs in all the world is the song that says, I walk with a Savior each step of the way. I trust Him to guide me by night and by day. As a result, I don't have to be dreading tomorrow or what it brings. I'm safe in the keeping of Jesus, my King. And point number three I want us to focus on this morning. Because we're living for Jesus, we can have victory. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. We've sung songs about it already. Turn me back to Revelation chapter 15. Revelation chapter 15. John there says, And I saw another sign in heaven, verse 1, great and marvelous. Seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up all the wrath of God. This is talking about the coming of the end of the world. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on that sea of glass, having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses and the servant of God, the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are they always. 
thou king of saints. What John is telling us here is this. We face a difficult challenge in this world of living in a world full of sin. Ruled basically by Satan. But if we by our faith live in faith, we can overcome this world and overcome the challenges and difficulties of us. There's not a one of us in this room who's lived very long who hasn't faced a problem and the first thing you come to mind is, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. And often in times like that, we've gone to God in prayer, haven't we? I've said it and so have you. God, I don't know what to do. What's the right thing to do here? Lead me and guide me in your direction. So then show me what I need to do to be right with you. And that's what I want to do. Again, that expression, what would Jesus do if Jesus were here beside me right now? What choices would he make? What words would he use? What decisions would he make? And that is my answer to that question. If I am willing to pledge to myself that I want to do the will of God more than anything else in all the world, then I can be successful. All who have lived this Christian life very long have realized you've had difficulties and problems, but you look back 5, 10, 20 years later, you came through them because of that very fact. You relied upon your faith in God and your confidence in Him and His Word and His will for your life. And as a result of that, you grow in your strength and courage to face more days and more tomorrows. How wonderful that is. We can have victory in running that Christian life. How wonderful that is. All we've got to do is follow Jesus and His will in our lives. Let us train ourselves constantly to keep growing in our faith, in our courage, in our stamina, in our endurance, to cross the finish line. Have you ever watched a runner running a 100-yard dash? And he's out ahead of the field. He's way ahead of everybody in second place. So he gets to 90 yards and says, Well, I've got this thing one, I'll just stop. Not ever. He won't ever do that, will he? He continues to break the tape to finish the course. He has a stamina. Those who run marathons, 26 miles and two tenths, I believe. Not a one of them ever goes to 26-mile mark. Well, I've done this. I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm just coast. It's, I'm, it's over. I've done with. I'll walk off. No. You cross the finish line. I don't know what obstacles will occur in my life, nor do you yours. But I know that I must have the endurance necessary to cross that finish line. Have the strength and courage to do that. And we live in a world that's full of discouragement. And people try to turn us away from our faith and from God. Why don't you just enjoy life? Do your own thing. Live it up. You only live once. And that's the philosophy of 95% probably of people in the world. They may be more than that. But that's not enduring to the end. That's living for me to the end. That has no place in eternity. Well, when I decide I'm going to live for God to the end, then everything I do in this life has a point and a reason and a valuable return. And that's the way I'm going to do that. As I draw closer to the end of my life, and so do you, we draw in closer to the finish line. We realize that point number four, 
I can have the victory. Think about that every day. Revelation chapter 2, the last book of the Bible. John, by inspiration, says, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to all those who obey him, not to me only, but to all those who love his calling. Be thou faithful unto death. Sometimes we sing that song that says, There's so many hills to climb upward. I'm often longing and struggling for breath. But he who anoints me my pathway knows just what is needful and best. I know in his word he has promised that my strength it shall be as the day. Not a one of us in this room knows completely what's going to happen tomorrow. We've got plans and ideas and thoughts, but we do not know yet. And we think we've got everything figured out how we're going to handle every situation, but we don't. But God does. And when we our lives allow our faith to be focused on God and His will rather than our wills, then we've got something worth living for, don't we? We've got purpose in our lives. I can face the unknown because God is my leader and my guide. You can be out driving a car sometime and your, traffic, your headlights go out. You stop driving, don't you? Because you can't see where you're going. What's up around the next bend? But when we allow our faith in Christ to be rich and dwelling in our lives constantly, we always know what we're doing. Therefore, we can face any difficulty and tragedy and problem that Satan will cast against us in our lives. And those of us who have lived very long realize those come frequently, don't they? And we don't always know what to do. But when we put our faith and trust in God, we turn back and look after we made it through it. I got through it because of God, not because of me. Because of my faith and trust in the Almighty God. When you draw your final breath, today or 50 years or 100 years from now, you will have lived your life that will predict your future eternally. Again, heaven and earth shall pass away. That's all of us. But the word of God will not pass away. When I stand before God in judgment, when you stand before God in judgment, it will not do me any good to say, well, God, I thought this was the best thing to do. Or, what was so wrong with doing that? Well, everyone else was doing it. And I can come up with 14 million excuses. But how wonderful it will be to stand before God in judgment and hear Him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joys of thy Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, that is victory in Jesus. I don't want it any other way, do you? As we stand to sing the song that's been announced today as a song of invitation, look into your heart deeply. 
If you were to die today, would you go to heaven and be with God forever? Or does your life need some changing? If you've never become a child of God because you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you'll repent of your sins. You'll confess your faith in Him as the Son of God. You'll meet His cleansing blood in that watery grave of baptism, washing away your sins, rising to walk a new way of living, living for Jesus. You can do that today. Or maybe you've done those things in times past, but as a child of God, you've wandered away. Come back home. You know God still wants to save you. He wants you to repent of those sins and confess those. And if you're willing to do that, you can be saved. If we may assist you in doing that, let it be known by coming to the front of us together we stand and sing the song.